We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day podcast. Welcome into the Wednesday edition of the Pack a Day podcast. I'm Steve Perhatch, joined as always by Sarah Kelleher. No Dusty Evely today. He is uh, out sick, so we just. Uh, Hope he's feeling better and uh, yeah, out on the IR, not feeling too well. Had some sore throat, talking issues, all sorts of stuff. So uh, we gave him the week off. You know, there's a lot going on, Sarah. So I don't know what we're going to do without Dusty this week. But uh, first and foremost, happy Valentine's Day to you. How's it going down in uh, Florida? Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you as well. I guess it's the day after when everyone's listening. But while we're recording, we're going to celebrate and yeah, thing, things are going well. I you know I've been super busy with work. Uh, that's why I unfortunately wasn't able to join last week. Just had a, a late day and a lot going on. Um, but, you know, excited to be back this week chatting with you while we miss Dusty. I know we'll still make the most of it. There was definitely some interesting news going around today. Was it a substance? Not really. But was it interesting? <laughs> and we're going to talk about it. Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to. Uh, well, first off, let's start. We haven't uh, haven't seen you since the Super Bowl happened. What were your What were your thoughts on it? Did you enjoy it? Any commercials stick out to you that you really liked? How to How do you take the whole experience? Yeah, so I kind of had an interesting Super Bowl experience this year because I watched it with my boss. Um, I was on a work. Oh. Trip. Um, so the first half, um, my boss and I went to the hotel bar, ordered food. We watched the first half there. And then at halftime, we said, see you in the morning. And I went back, watched Rihanna, loved the Rihanna halftime show, and then enjoyed the second half in my hotel room. But I thought overall it was an exciting game. You know, when you don't have a dog in the fight, you just always hope that it goes to the very end, that it's exciting. You know, I know there's a lot of chatter about the call at the end, but 
as a fan who was just hoping for a good game that was entertaining, I think it definitely delivered. Um, so I enjoyed that. Uh, as far as commercials, um, I, I wasn't, you know, there wasn't a ton of really good ones this year, but I did really like the NFL commercial with the uh, female foot flag footballer. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Um, just the way that they showed her speed and um, marketed that and funny cameo from Devonte Adams as well. Um, but that one was one of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, it was a good game. That's all you can ask for. I think, you know, if you let all that stuff go for 58 minutes, to me, you kind of got to let that thing go right at the end. Uh, but it, it technically, yes, it was a foul, whatever. I mean, there's no going back. There's no redos. There's no whatever. So it just is what it is. And uh, it, was a, it was a hell of a game. It was just a lot of fun to watch up until the last two minutes of it. So, uh, overall, that's you know, kind of like what you said. It's it's an exciting. It was an exciting game. It was fun, and that's what you want when the Packers aren't playing. So that was cool. I enjoyed the uh, the Breaking Bad pop chips uh, one. That one was or pop corners or whatever they're called. That was pretty funny because that was still one of my favorite shows of all time. And seeing them get back together and do that commercial was uh, was pretty funny. So I really enjoyed that. Now, Sarah, it is Valentine's Day while we are recording this. And, you know, Twitter has handled that really, really well and just put out all sorts of wholesome content. But uh, all sorts of like NFL joke uh, Valentine cards going around. And we're going to talk even more about uh, (laughs) a couple of NFL players that got into it over this. But did you see any today that were really funny that, that caught your eye? Yeah, a couple. Um, first one was one that just had the Cowboys logo and it said, sorry, I didn't get you a gift this year, but remember that gift I got you 26 years ago. So thought that one was pretty good. Um, there was also another one that was just of Bill Belichick with the straightest face ever mean mug that said, we're on to Easter. Um, so that one was <laughs> totally on brand and really good to me. Um, there, you know, there were a couple like the Eagles hope you aren't looking for a ring. Um, you know, those, no. those kind of <laughs> made me chuckle a little bit. Sure. Um, and then <laughs> the last two that really just got me, uh, one was of Tony Romo and it just said, I, Ooh, and ah, over you <laughs> since, you know, he does that a lot on the broadcast. <laughs> And then sure. there was just a Burger King logo that just said Whopper, 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 Whopper. And, you know, I just, that joke will never die. Um, but it also makes okay. me laugh every time. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones. I tend to laugh more at the thoroughly inappropriate ones. So if you haven't seen, gone to scroll through at uh, Aaron Alice, who is a big Packers supporter, um, go ahead and do that because she put out some very, very funny, inappropriate ones. You know, I, I enjoyed the one with Joe Burrow. That was pretty funny. Uh, but, you know, this is still a family-friendly-ish podcast, so we're just going to not gonna say those ones out loud. But let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about Juju Schuster-Smith, or Smith-Schuster and, and A.J. Brown, because they they got into it, man, uh, over a, a meme valentine that, that Juju put out there where um, he took the, the Eagles cornerback that held him in the Super Bowl. He says, I'll hold you when it matters most, which, I mean, that's funny. That is very funny. That was, it's, you know, it's timely. It just happened. That's a good joke. That's a pretty funny joke to me. But Sarah, break down A.J. Brown's response and uh, how he basically kind of destroyed Juju there. 
Yeah, and not basically. He definitely knew. <laughs> um, so Juju Smith-Schuster's tweet, just for some reference, that this is a fact that he got destroyed on Twitter, and not just my opinion. 96.9 uh, likes when we are recording this at 10.30 Eastern time on Tuesday night. Um, and AJ Brown's 294,000 likes. And he, re- he quote tweeted uh, Juju's tweet and said, First off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. And then proceeded to say, this is lame. You was on the way out the league before Mahomes resurrected your career on your one-year deal TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're like that or ever was. But congratulations again, exclamation point, with a party popper emoji, clapping emoji, and the beers cheering emoji. So absolutely that was one of those things where you just see it and you go damn this league this league is just undefeated you know the season's over we're still getting content entertainment and if you're looking for a good laugh the comment section on aj brown's tweet is absolute comedy gold we have Mm. you know a lot of nfl personalities from robert griffin to scott hansen commenting memes of themselves reacting to that so (laughs) definitely a good laugh you know if you're looking for a pick me up but wow when i saw this today my jaw dropped and i said yep it's the off season this is what we're gonna get absolutely i didn't and the fun part is is i didn't actually see the response i was just talking to sarah i was like did you see what juju uh, smith schuster posted she's like did you see what aj brown responded with i'm like no and as soon as i read i'm like oh my god so yeah that was a that was a hell of a clap back by uh by aj brown there so so yeah lots of fun with that kind of stuff going around the internet uh only other really big news that's going around the nfl today Derek carr got released by las vegas raiders so already speculation of where he's gonna go um so they're talking Jets, they're talking Bucks, they're talking Saints. Um, I think there's one other team that he's rumored with. Um, but Sarah, what do you think? Is where's your guess that's that Derek Carr would end up in? Yeah, it's tough because if I had to guess and just say on paper, if salary cap wasn't a thing, where would Carr go? I'd probably say the Saints would be a good destination for him. Um, you know, they they really need to find somebody that can lead the organization in that way. I believe they met with him earlier this month while he was actually still under contract with the Raiders. Um, But then, and just because, you know, he refused to trade at that time doesn't mean he didn't want to go there. There wasn't interest. I think he just wanted to be able to be a free agent. Um, But the Saints cap is just in hell. It's an absolute mess. You know, looking at some of the numbers here, they're, currently more than 59 million over the 2023 salary cap. And uh, they have several players set to make more than 10 million against it. So, you know, they'll have to do some work and make some cuts um, in order for it to happen. They're also picking pretty late in this year's draft. So that can make things difficult as well if they do want a quarterback. Um, So I think on paper, it makes sense. You know, if you don't count, if you're just looking strictly at, the position group and you know the, the area of need but salary cap makes it tricky i did have a thought though kind of a funny thought if 
Aaron Rodgers does stay with the Packers. I know there's a lot of talk about him going to the Jets and the Jets being a possible trade destination, but the Jets have mentioned time after time that they want to try to get a more veteran quarterback. And I could already see Jets fans making memes of Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr and saying like you versus, you know, the guy she told you not to worry about or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That would be funny. I don't know. Somehow I think, I, I somehow think, you know, Saints or Buccaneers, one of the two. He ends up with one of those two. Just Saints, they somehow just maneuver things around. I don't know how, but, you know, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, uh, Jawan Johnson as a tight end. Like, they're, they're kind of ready set. Alvin Kamara as well. Like, that's an offense that's ready set to go, but just hasn't had the elite passer there. And so that could be a definite fit. And then Tampa Bay, again, like, you got weapons there. So slide in right after Tom Brady and uh see what you can do so but it'll be it'll be fascinating to see how that kind of all works out uh one of the first obviously the first free agent that's going to be going around the nfl before all this kind of stuff starts up with the new year so that'll be fascinating to watch but uh kind of not fascinating today was the pat mcafee show it was i saw i caught the highlights but you caught the whole show so uh, Dusty and I kind of did this last week, but once you talk about a couple things, we'll kind of I'll jump in as well, give you some of my thoughts, and because we don't have a lot today, guys. I don't know if you get the theme of this, but there's not a lot going on after the Super Bowl, so we'll break some of this McAfee down. We got a couple questions after that, and then we'll uh, we'll let you have some time back in your day, to quote uh, corporate America. Oh my goodness! Um, is there? Do you have enough on your plate? Uh, what does your <laughs> look like, Steve? What's your um, What's your bandwidth, Sarah? Yeah. What's your bandwidth right now? Uh, like you said, not a lot on Pat McAfee today because it felt like they were talking about the same thing over and over again. They'd stray away from the darkest tree and they'd always end up back there somehow. So, uh, breaking news: Aaron Rodgers is not on his darkness re- retreat yet, and he wants people to know that anyone that reported that is, you know, they're. Don't have sources in his inner circle. It's fake news. It has been set for later this week for four months. So he's not there yet, but he will be soon. Um, He made a very just bold statement at the top of the show saying that, you know, people like Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport, although they're very good at their jobs and he respects what he do, what they do, um, that they don't report anything correctly about him as a person or his personal life said that the sources that they're getting are not in his inner circle. And the only people that know his business truly are the ones in his inner circle. And they're not talking to any reporters. So that was that kind of set the tone for the rest of the episode um that's yeah, like a very weird backhanded slap yeah. like i really really respect them but they don't know what the hell they're talking about yeah and pat mcafee pointed out he said damn that one person that was their source that thought they were close with you now probably feels terrible because you just said that they're not really that close with you or in your inner circle so there's that side to it as well um he also gave a very long lecture about questioning things and questioning what people say and that no matter what if it's fact-based you should still question it and do your own research and you know we've heard this theme Mm -hmm. from rogers before um as i mentioned lots of darkness retreat talk they talk about what you do how he's going to prepare for it how does he go to the bathroom how does he know where the things are in the room 
Um, he did mention that, you know, it's what type of toilet paper there will be. Yeah. They mentioned that he, you know, familiarizes himself with the layout of the room before he turns the lights off so that he knows, you know, where he's walking, where the bed <laughs> is, where the toilet is, where he'll have to go to get his meals. Um, but he did say it's a voluntary thing. So at any time, if you're like, I don't want to do this anymore, you can leave. Um, I guess in some, there is a light switch so you can turn the lights back on. Um, so we'll see. And he emphasized too, that this is not just a retreat so he can make a decision about football. It's so that he can make a decision about his life and feel good about what he's doing as a human. Um, after that, they actually talked about, you know, some favorite things of his. They even talked routines, bedtime, what time he likes to wake up. Uh, they talked fears. He said Rogers are or his are heights and sharks, which I found interesting since he did Shark Week a few years ago. Um, they talked about the UFOs, the balloons, all of those incidents and conspiracy theories lately. Um, and then after all that, you know, fun chatter for about 40 minutes, they, you know, they ended the podcast just saying, given he gave thanks, it seems like this will probably be the last Pat McAfee show until um, next season, if that's something that he continues, which he expressed that, you know, in, whether it's on Tuesdays, another day, or he does it in a different way, he'd still like to talk to Pat and the boys. And then, you know, basically just said Green Bay, you know, 18 years, that's always going to be home. And that's how he ended it. Um, could be the last Pat McAfee show as a Green Bay Packer. Who knows? Um, you know, a lot of people took that comment as, oh, that's his little hint at saying goodbye. But who knows? He'd go in the darkness retreat and come out with a new perspective. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, I've, I, I'm just kind of taken aback by how obsessed people are with where he's going to take a shit. 
It's just so weird. Like, why are we so obsessed with that? And then it was talking about the toilet paper that he was going to use. And just just so in case you didn't catch it, they were suggesting triple ply. He was thinking it's more like one ply, which I, I mean, darkness retreat, I would kind of lean more towards. They're not bringing the, the luxury toilet paper for you. So that would be my guess as well. Um, but yeah, it's just... It's a fascinating thing. I did like how uh, McAfee kind of did talk, discuss a little bit about how it, the first time they talked about it, it was met with a lot of opposition. And then within the second wave of it, there was a lot more, at least more openness and more understanding of like, let this guy go on his own path, let him figure out his key to happiness. So, um, I mean, I agree. Like it's, it's going to be fascinating because you know, he's going to have to go back on the show after the retreat and talk about it. Yep. And then and then Twitter's going to go freaking insane because he's going to talk about hallucinations that he sees, like the things that he saw. He's going to they're going to ask him about how he actually did go to the bathroom. And um, it's just yeah. So that will be that will be a fun one. Hopefully that'll that'll last a long time. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all we got here. We've got some questions um, that we got from Twitter. Not even a lot of those this week. So. We got three that we're going to go through. We got some good ones, though, so should bring us some good content here. So the first one we've got is from Ed Stack. What if the Packers had played the Chiefs in Super Bowl 57? Given current rosters, how would the Packers squad match up with the Chiefs squad? What is your favorite chain restaurant, e.g. Outback, Olive Garden, Applebee's, etc.? And what is your go-to entree at that restaurant? So we actually expanded that question because we liked it so much. So we're going with what's your favorite breakfast chain? And then what's your favorite, uh, your breakfast, like whatever, chain restaurant? And then your favorite, like, dinnertime chain? So, Sarah, start with you. Obviously, we're not starting with me. Uh, what about the Packers playing the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? What would have happened? Yeah, I mean, your laugh just shadowed my answer there, Ed. <laughs> it wouldn't have been pretty. That's what would have happened. You know, Chiefs absolutely dominant on offense. Packers defense was really struggling throughout the season. Not only do they have great players, but they also have a great coach who would absolutely scheme his way through that game and find ways to expose the Packers' weak points. Um, and, you know, Steve and I were talking about this question before we started recording. Uh, they put up, you know, 30-something points against the top defense in the league or one of the top defenses in the league. So it's kind of scary to picture what maybe they could have done against the Packers. Um, their defense, um, while it's not the greatest, I think it, it, they, they're they pretty scrappy and they probably would have given the Packers some issues as well. Um, so as far as matchups, I think the Packers would have been overpowered um, in pretty much all aspects of the game. Um, and, you know, Love the Packers, but that's the truth. Um, the, we're talking about the Super Bowl champions and a team that did not make the playoffs nor deserved to make the playoffs. <laughs> year, so. It's a very, very valid point. The Packers didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and then favorite chain restaurant, uh, just in general, it would probably be Chick-fil-A. It's just consistently good. My go-to order from there. I'll usually get just the chicken nugget meal, um, Chick-fil-A sauce, ranch. Um, but I've also been recently, you know, trying to eat a little healthier. It's, you get older, that's a thing that you do. Um, and they Sometimes. have one of my <laughs> favorite salads there. And I try to recreate it at home all the time. It's like their Southwest salad. 
Um, and then instead of the like grilled chicken, I just get the regular nuggets on it and it's really good. Um, and they have this cilantro lime ranch dressing, um, which I'm obsessed with. And apparently they're going to start selling it at Walmart soon. So I really hope that they actually do that. And that wasn't a made up article that I saw on Twitter. Um, and then breakfast. Chicken. Oh, hold on. Before you go any further, I have a fat kid uh, Chick-fil-A hack for you. Okay. So you get the the spicy chicken sandwich, and then you get the the buffalo sauce, and then you take the sandwich out, put the sauce in the bag, put the chicken in the bag, shake it up so it's covered, and then you get the mac and cheese, and you just dump it on top of the sandwich, and then you have a chicken mac and cheese sandwich. I saw it on like a Facebook reel one time. I was like, that can't be good. That can't be good. And I made it one time, and I was like. Oh my God. You feel like a horrible, horrible, like, like I was like like clogging arteries while eating it, but my God, if you like Chick-fil-A, that was an amazing little hack. As a, somebody with a gastroesophageal reflux disease, I'm not (laughs) sure that's the the best meal for me, but I I think. Okay. Well, maybe maybe for the people that are listening, that's a better idea. Sarah can't, Sarah can't make the next podcast. She's in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, the double but the spicy chicken sandwich and all the dairy and the um the buffalo sauce on top of that. Um, yeah, that was pretty tough. Anyways, back to the question. Not for everybody, Sarah. I guess our made-up part of the question of our favorite breakfast chain. This one is going to shock the world, but it's actually Jersey Mike's and a lot of Jersey Mike's don't sell breakfast or, or don't offer uh, breakfast I items. I did not even know that. But um, none of them actually like the standalone stores near me do. But the Orlando Airport, if you're ever in or- in MCO, they, since, you know, they're open 24 hours, they sell breakfast sandwiches there. And they are some of the most delicious breakfast sandwiches ever. And it's the weirdest thing. But... You know, if you've ever been to Jersey Mike's, you know, they have the hot stove in the back. They That's where they cook the Phillies or if you get like a buffalo chicken sandwich and things like that. And it's always fresh and it tastes really good. Well, they do that with the eggs, too, rather than like at Einstein's or Dunkin', which are also good, where they put, you know, the little egg in the microwave and it inflates. And then they put it in your sandwich. They You wash them, they crack the egg, they, they fry it right in the back, and then they have it on the nice sub roll, the Jersey Mike's bacon, which is delicious um the cheese and it's super good um so anytime i have a decently early flight i make sure i get there about 30 minutes earlier than i need to so i can wait in line and get my breakfast sandwich it is so good and so it's a definitely a traveling hack i'm sure they do it at other airports that have jersey mics too but don't sleep on it it's very tasty good to know good to know uh for my actually oh chief's part uh yeah the chiefs would roll the packers pretty pretty easily i i don't think that that's uh much of a question as sarah summed up when you go you have the super bowl champions versus a team that didn't make the playoffs yeah that's uh that's pretty good uh so as far as my breakfast i've got two and clearly after you heard my fat kid hack um you can tell that I, it's not going to be the healthiest thing in the world. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. So 
If you have never been to Wendy's for their breakfasts, they're legit. Like they're legit good. The they have a breakfast baconator that is just out of this world. I showed it to Sarah, who had never seen it before the the podcast, and I think your mouth dropped a little bit when yeah. looking. Now at I it. need to find an excuse to go to Wendy's. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there's that and then dusty and i'd also been telling sarah i don't know if it's on or off the podcast about taco bell's breakfast where they have a breakfast crunch wrap that is just out of this world it's got the it's got scrambled eggs it's got the chipotle sauce it's got um sausage or bacon whatever you want in it and then the hash brown as well wrapped up like oh my god it's so good so that's uh those would be my two go-tos for a breakfast place and then um just a regular place i I still like Chipotle. Um, it's quick. It's easy. It's by my place. And I will go there and get the, uh, they have the new like grilled steak, which I've found has been pretty good. And then, yeah, pretty much all the, the sides I'm cheap and I don't get guacamole on it. Cause I mean, who's paying extra for guacamole? That's just not what I do. And <laughs> so those would be my go-tos. Next question we got was from uh, Brian Hartstad. Always sends in a question every week, so we always appreciate that. At the start of your Packer fandom, what is the earliest Packers memory you have? And food question, what food would you like Dusty to like as much as you do? Hmm. Good question, as always, from Brian. Um, Start of my fandom, what's the earliest memory I have? I think, you know, other than the games just being on in our house as a young child, uh, one of the things I vividly remember is the day that Brett Favre announced his retirement for the first time, of course, um, that I had my little Brett Favre trading card and I brought it to school and put it on my desk um, as like a sign of respect that it was over. And I mean, I don't even know how old I was. I definitely was still in elementary school. I remember that because I don't know why, but I just have this little vivid memory of me showing up, sitting down at my desk in class and putting it right there on the corner so everyone could see. So that's a pretty early memory that I have um, of just my fandom. And then what food would we like Dusty to like as much as we do? We'll answer this one together because it's been controversial on this podcast. Uh, but that would be stuffing. Yeah, I, I would like Dusty to like stuffing and Sarah and Dusty uh, do not like stuffing. So yeah, I'd like Sarah like to like stuffing. Time. Yeah, exactly. I'd like Sarah to like stuffing more as well. Uh, and then as- love it. That's true. I do. I do. Because it's so damn good. The whole meal is so perfect together and the stuffing is just part of it. You guys are missing out on having a great Thanksgiving dinner. You guys are having mediocre Thanksgiving dinners because of your inability to eat stuffing. I eat stuffing now. It's just the type of stuffing that I make. Okay. Well, you've, you've at least grown as an adult. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But I think one of my, I don't know if I can like pinpoint the exact memory game, what it is. The only thing I can picture in my head, like the first thing I can remember Packers wise, Sterling Sharp's one of them. Like that's always something that's stuck in my mind. Like he was very prominent right when I was becoming a Packers fan, but it's a, there's a Chris Jackie game winning field goal. I can't tell you what game it was. I all I remember is like him kicking the field goal, me getting all jacked up and excited about it and like running outside to tell my brothers what happened. And in my like, I don't know, second grade, third grade mind, 
like he kicked it from the sideline. That's where he kicked the field goal from. Like that's how the field goal worked. So obviously that wasn't what happened, but like, that's the first thing that I can remember as a kid. So um, maybe I'll try to figure out a way I can track down exactly what game that was um, for next week. But yeah, that was um, Chris Jackie game winning field goal is one of my favorites or first memories. So uh, next one, last one, actually, uh, if, if slash when Jordan Love takes over the offense, do you think we'll attack the middle of the field more frequently? And food question, if you are a hot dog, would you eat yourself? Uh, paying homage to Will Ferrell as Harry Carey there. So, Sarah, what do you think? Are the Packers going to utilize the middle of the field more with Jordan Love? I sure hope if, so. If if he plays? Yeah, I, I sure hope so. Um, you know, I, I think this is an area that they definitely could improve on. And if they're bringing in, you know, a new young quarterback, can we even say he's a young quarterback at this point anymore? I mean, he's been in the league now for a few years. Younger. Than- yeah, he's still he's still young. Yeah. Um, I think it's something that they should try to take advantage of. And we've seen that other teams have really had success with it. Um, and, you know, if they want to involve Know, the big thing for the Packers in the future, and we know the Matt LaFleur offense is is trying to get a tight end involved um, where they can get creative and have fun, and Dusty will cry of happiness and joy because of all the <laughs> crazy plays that they're running. And, you know, I think that's a, that's a key part of that is attacking the middle, going over the middle of the field. Um, so I'd love to see more of that. Um, if I were a hot dog, would I eat myself? Sure. I'm pretty happy with myself right now, so why not? Slather yourself in mustard and have a cold Budweiser after. Yeah, sure. I mean, that would be a also, little gross, Sarah, but... Sarah does not know the, did not know about the Harry Carey scene. So she thought it was a a weird question. And I, once I had to finally explain it to her that it's not a weird question, it's just kind of him being funny. So, um, yeah, I would, I would definitely hope that the Packers can utilize the middle of the field more. I think that Sarah kind of hit the nail on the head. It's going to, to me, it's going to depend on who they do bring in at tight end because we don't know if Tunyon's going to be back most likely he probably won't. So that's a young rookie that they'll hopefully draft high. Uh, maybe, I mean, Mercedes is maybe coming back as well. We don't know. And so the the tight end room is such a question mark at this point um, that I think it really depends on who they have there. I mean, I think with Jordan Love, you saw glimpses when he was on the field that he it feels like he's going to run LaFleur's offense the way LaFleur wants it run. Um, so that'll be interesting. So I think you'll see a lot more of the crossers like getting hit in the middle of the field, which I think would be really cool and, and open some stuff up even more. So hopefully that would be good, but yeah, it kind of all, all depends, um, on who they bring in. So hopefully that answers your question. And if, if I was a hot dog, would I eat myself? No, I don't support cannibalism. Um, that's not, uh, something that I really think is a good idea. <laughs> You just, you had to find a way to rebut my answer. <laughs> uh, duh. It's like you've never been on the podcast before, Sarah. Yeah, I should know. I should have known this was coming. You know, honestly, we've agreed most of this episode, so I should have known. You have that. to find something. Yeah. Been, we've been too nice. Like, you just, yeah. This is what happens. I, I mean, every time there are only two of us. We just have a love fest and we're mm-hmm. like, oh, you're so good. great. You're so smart. Agreeing you know? with each other yeah. too much. And yeah, yeah, it was just, it was too much. So I had to, I had to figure out a way to, you know, do that. So on that note, let's get some closing thoughts from you. <laughs> yeah. So I actually have something this week, an actual thing that I not, I guess already worked on. Um, but I was on the Outback Packers podcast uh, with Joe and Nick 
Um, Nick oh, cool. was on our show last summer during the off season when we had a guest on. As you remember, he's from Australia, hence the name Outback Packers Podcast. Um, and they invited me on their show a couple weeks ago to talk about the draft. Um, we specifically talked about uh, running backs, and you know, we talked about the um position group right now for the Packers what we expect them to do in the draft and then some prospects that you know maybe we have a, a draft crush on or that um might be good fit for the Packers to, you know based on where they pick so had an absolute blast talking to them so shout out to them if they're listening they're just really awesome people um easy to talk to kind of like us you know very easygoing and just there to have a good time and um that's always the best when people don't take themselves too seriously but um still know their stuff and enjoy talking football and Packers. Um, so that episode will be dropping today, same day as our episode. So definitely make sure to check it, check it out and also give them a follow their newer podcast. Um, so show them some love. Um, they got a lot of good stuff coming, especially in the off season. Yeah, it was a great episode when he was on with us. So definitely looking forward to that. And I actually joined, Hey, we like your pod with Matt and Dawn last week. So that was a lot of fun. We did uh, a little over an hour, it's kind of, you know, off the wall, talking to some Packers, talking about life, talking about everything in between. And so that was a lot of fun. Uh, so that episode's out. So if you guys want to take a listen, uh, definitely do that. But guys, that's uh, that's going to wrap it up here. It's uh, It's been fun. It's been a little too nice, lovey-dovey back and forth. So I'm glad we at least got something in there, a jab at the end. So, um, you know, so so you guys get the normal feel of the Wednesday Pack-A-Day podcast. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. That's at Sarah Kelleher for at Steve Perch at Dusty Evely at Packaday Podcast. We will be back next week, Wednesday. Uh, I don't believe we'll be talking about the Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I, I don't think so. Fingers crossed. We will not be talking about Aaron Rodgers and a, a Pat McAfee, but we don't know. Maybe, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. So make sure you tune in for that. But uh, we appreciate you guys for listening as always. Go Pack Go.